Thank you for joining us on this podcast. You'll be listening in on a conversation between Brandon Poe and Bill Sheridan about social media for accountants. Bill Sheridan is the creator and co-author of one of the top accounting blogs in the United States, CPA Success. Bill speaks regularly to accountants on the strategic uses of social media and the future of communication in his role as Chief Communications Officer of the Maryland Association of CPAs. All of Bill's socializing has made him one of the top accounting influencers in today's world. To learn more about Bill, you can check out the CPA Success blog at www.macpa.org. Brandon Poe is the founder of Poe Group Advisors, a leading-edge practice brokerage firm. He is the author of Accountant's Flight Plan, Best Practices for Today's Firms, and On Your Own, How to Start a CPA Firm. To learn more about Brandon Poe, And to see his blog, please visit www.pogroupadvisors.com. Bill, I've seen you on a lot of different social media, and that's kind of how I found out about you. You you seem to be pretty much everywhere, and you blog frequently. Um, Can you tell me more about what you do and how you became a social media expert? Uh, sure. Yeah. Well, my my title is uh, Chief Communications Officer with the Maryland Association of CPAs. Very basically, I oversee all of our editorial content that's delivered to our members, and and so that includes our print magazine, our electronic newsletters, and and the content that we curate through our social channels. So we've we've been involved with social media for the last. Six years or so. We, okay. we started. We started with our blog, which is uh, CPA Success, uh, located at cpasuccess.com, and then we kind of branched out from there to Twitter and Facebook and LinkedIn and 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 the others. Um, we kind of looked at social media in really three key ways. First of all, it's a it's a great way to connect with people who. Uh, who can help you grow your personal network. So especially in this era when things are, are so complex and there's so much information out there, connecting with people uh, who add real value to your life, we think is more important than ever. So social media really helps you find the information and the resources that are important to you and lets you ignore everything else. Um, it's a great little social filter. You know, it, it, one of the big complaints I hear about social or about the age that we're living in, rather, is there's just so much information out there. It's really a problem of information overload. And I think social media is, is kind of a terrific answer to that problem of information overload. Let you really focus in on the stuff that's important to you. So, so that's one. Another thing that we think is important is this notion of delivering content to your clients. Um, they're, they're having trouble finding what's important to them as well. You know, there's this fire hose of information that's coming at them every day. And so we kind of think, a big part of our job is to deliver information that helps our members succeed. Uh, and social media has become a great way uh, to help us do that. It really helps us add value to our members' lives. So, and finally, we, we, we're we big believers in constant lifelong learning. And we, we really think it's the only way to stay ahead of the pace of change today. And if, if you're connected with the right people and the right information, social media is a terrific way of 
of learning constantly. It's it, that that's a big edge, I think, in, in the world that's changing as fast as the one we're living in today. So, and as for being an expert, I just a quick note on that. I don't believe there are any social media experts at this point. We're we're kind of building the the social media blueprint on the fly, if you will, which is which is really kind of exciting uh, to to be doing that. But it also means that I I don't think anybody really has all the answers yet. So I'm I'm automatically wary of anyone who kind of <laughs> tries to pass themselves off as a, as a social media expert. I, I just don't think there are any at this point. But that, that, it's kind of fun, too, to, to be, you know, on the ground floor kind of helping to, to build that blueprint, you know. I, I agree. We're, we're all learning as we go along with it, this. Exactly. It's, um, but, no, you made some really good points. And one, one I want to kind of expand on a little bit is your um, point about how you can narrow your focus with social media and the complaint that people have about it being sort of overwhelming, how do you reduce the clutter for social media? How do you make it to where it doesn't seem overwhelming? Yeah, that's, you know, I, I hear those complaints, too, that there's, you, you know, there's so much information flying around in, in, in social media. And certainly that there's a valid point there. Um, I think, you know, if, if you look at it very broadly, social media can kind of contribute to that whole notion of information overload. But narrowing it, I think, is very important. And, and, and you, you do that by following the people who, who really add value to, to your life, you know. I mean, yes, there is a ton of stuff flying around on Twitter every day. But if you take the time to follow the people who are posting things that you find valuable – or that, uh, you know, add to your knowledge base, um, then you're seeing the information that's coming from them and not seeing all the other stuff that's flying out there. So it, it's really up to you to, to follow the people who are posting things that you find valuable. Once you start doing that, the information that's coming to you is filtered through a very specific kind of funnel and you're seeing only the stuff that you find valuable, and it lets you ignore all that other stuff. So uh, right. uh, there's an author by the name of Clay Shirky who who said kind of famously a few years ago that, you know, a problem today isn't information overload. It's filter failure. We don't have yep. the right filters. And and I think social media is it can be those filters that really help us narrow down uh, and find the information that's valuable to us. Right. And it kind of forces you to be selective, and it forces you to filter. Because if you don't filter, then it's then it really is overwhelming. So it's almost, you know, it's uh, kind of counterintuitive. But the volume of things out there makes you become selective. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You you really want to do that. Um, uh, and in fact, you know, I think it, when when social media really first took off. There was this uh, there was this rush to add just as many followers as you could. You know, the one of the big gauges was how many followers do I have, or how many people am I following? And and at the at the beginning, the the bigger the number, the better. It seemed like everyone was just trying to to add followers and followers and followers. And 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 I think there's almost a, a little bit of a backlash on that now, where we may start to see the really valuable social networks being smaller rather than larger because you're you're narrowing that focus down and following just the people who add value to you and 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 kind of ignoring everybody else so yeah i think you're right i think um 
uh, as time goes on, it, it really pays to, to be more selective and find just those people who are adding value to you. Oh, that's great. Um, well, so how do you think being active with social media helps accountants, people who aren't using it? This is sort of, I guess, if you could tailor this answer to people who are not on social media very much, what um, what do you think is the value there? Well, um, first of all, I think, you know, the, the ways I mentioned a, a few moments ago, networking, uh, curating content for your clients, this notion of, of constant learning and education, those are so important today given how quickly the world is changing. I think those are huge benefits for anyone who's not using it to, to kind of consider um, social media from, from that aspect. But, but beyond that, there are a couple other things that I think accountants can really take away from, from social media and that can really add some value to, to their lives. First of all, uh, social media really levels the playing field when it comes to things like finding new clients and, and recruiting new talent. Um, it used to be that the bigger firms had a huge advantage in those areas, uh, but not so much anymore. I mean, thanks to social media, smaller firms have just as much reach now as the bigger firms do. Uh, and all of this stuff can be done on the cheap, too. It doesn't require huge marketing and recruitment budgets to do some of these things just through social media. So, you know, smaller firms re can really uh, reach out and, and make contact with potential new clients and, and uh, new talent uh, just as easily as some of the bigger firms do. So I think that that's huge from a from a small firm uh, standpoint. And uh, second, now, if you're using social media right, you can uh, – Easily establish yourself as a thought leader uh, whose a, a opinion matters in, you know, whatever area of expertise you might fall into. So, I mean, we're all experts at something, right? right. So when you, when you take the time to carefully build your networks and then you're sharing valuable information and resources with those people, they'll keep turning to you for advice and expertise in, in your niche areas. And that, that builds your reputation as someone who knows what they're doing. Uh, and can be trusted, and that can lead uh, to actual money changing hands down the road when they eventually hire you. So that that I think is the return on investment for social media right there. I mean, everyone keeps looking for social media's ROI, but uh, I, you know, at the MACPA, we're fond of saying it's actually more of a return on attention. You know, first you give away your knowledge and expertise. And then they keep coming back to you for more. And finally, they pay you when they need that knowledge and expertise to work for them. So uh, Seth Godin calls it uh, generosity generating income. And, and I think that's the, 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 the new business model that we're kind of working in uh, in, in this social world. Right. Uh, I can um, definitely say that it's probably a long-term strategy. If you're looking to get into it with very quick results financially, you're probably going to be disappointed. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I think you're right. Um, you know, I've, I've heard those complaints before. You know, we've been on Twitter for two weeks now and nothing, <laughs> nothing's happening. What's, what, what's the deal? And, and it's, it does. It takes it takes, a, you know, I, there's there's also, I think, uh, a notion of, you know, because these tools are free, they're going to be easy too, and and it's not. It's it, it takes a lot of hard work and dedication to make this stuff work, um, and commitment. You know, you've got to be committed to doing it long term. Um, but if you if you are committed to it and you put in that time and effort and uh, and do it right, uh, the returns can be huge. So. Yeah. 
What's uh, what's your favorite one? I mean, there's so many. There's Facebook, there's Twitter, LinkedIn, Google Plus. What's your favorite platform and and why? Yeah, there are there, there are a ton of them out there. Um, we we've gotten more traction really, I think, from our blog than anything else. Uh, hmm. It's um, it's that whole thought leadership thing. We we share what we know through our blog, and we've received a, you know a ton of attention in return. People start. Uh, started seeing us as an organization that, that knows a thing or two about CPAs and accounting and, and leadership in the future. So our, our whole content creation strategy kind of starts with a blog. But from there, if you're talking about, you know, the big social networks, I love Twitter more than, than, than the others. It's, like I said, it's a perfect scanning tool for me. It lets me see what's happening in the profession and the world at a glance. Um, it's also a great filter, as we talked about earlier. It helps me ignore all the noise out there and zero in on what's important to me. Yeah. Um, it's a great broadcasting tool, and, and it helps me learn from others, and, and hopefully helps others kind of learn from me as well. So I, I guess you'd call it shared education from that standpoint. But but Twitter is brilliant at that. I, I think I spend more time on Twitter than anything else. Uh, Facebook, uh, I love Facebook too, but that's kind of turned into more of a, uh, the stuff I share on there is, is more personal rather than professional, it seems like. Right. Um, uh, and, uh, you know, I, 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 I try to touch as many of the social networks as, as I possibly can. You know, I've got accounts on <laughs> on Pinterest and Instagram and, and all those, but I, you know, like everybody else, I only have so many hours in the day. So I, I, I tend to spend the bulk of my time on the stuff that I know works for me. And, and, and right now the blog and Twitter uh, really are the, give me the biggest bang for my buck. So I agree with you. I like Twitter. I think what Twitter did was really s- smart in that they forced you to be brief. And that is why it's such a great tool to scan quickly. You can quickly see what's of interest to you and what's not. That's right. what I that's what I like about Twitter. That, that's that's a that's a great point. You know, I mean, when when Twitter first came around, I think people were thrown by that whole notion of having to have conversations in 140 characters. I mean, how much can you say in 140 characters? But you're right; it, it forces you to really think about what you're going to say mm-hmm. um, and say it succinctly. And uh, and there's a, there's a lot of value in that too. And and. Uh, I, it, another one that I haven't really figured out yet, but I, I look at it along the same lines as Twitter is is Vine, the mm-hmm. the, the new um, video application that uh, for those of you people out there not familiar with it, it, it allows you to post you know very short videos. I think they they can only be six seconds in length. And of course, the, you know, your first reaction is, well, what can I do on a video in six seconds? But it's that same type of notion that you get from Twitter. It forces you to really think, uh, if you're a business using Vine, it forces you to think about what you're going to be doing before you actually do it, um, so that you can do it really succinctly. Uh, so, so that'll, that'll be interesting to follow Vine too, to see if it kind of goes along the same path as, as Twitter has. Um, but but uh, it's that same kind of notion of doing things quickly so that people can just scan briefly and, and, and see what's going on at a glance. Right. That's interesting. Um, well, how do you think all this is going to shape the profession, or how is how do you see it already shaping the profession? Um, yeah, that's that's a that's a great question. Um, I, th- I think it's impacting the the profession right now in much the same way that it's impacting you know the world at large. It's, it's a 
it's changing the way we communicate and, and collaborate and connect. Um, it's changing it a little slower, I think, for accountants than elsewhere. CPAs are, are, are notoriously late adopters for new stuff and, uh, social media is no exception, I think. But, but you're right. They, they, they do need to be paying attention to this stuff. And, and, and here's why, in my opinion. Um, and it just comes down to, to numbers. I mean, their, their clients are using it. Their employees are using it. You know, everyone that they do business with, in one way or another, is using social media right now. Um, now, if you found out that that all of your clients and all of your employees was, had all started communicating in a brand new way, wouldn't that be something that you want to pay attention to? I mean, wouldn't you want to learn how to communicate with them in that way too? Uh, we're beyond the fad point with this, this stuff. Social media is here and it's not going away. So, I mean, wouldn't you think that this is something that you might want to pay attention to? You know, and yet... So many CPAs have not made that leap yet, and it's it's scary, really, because because at this point, telling the world that you don't use social media is like telling them, I don't want to do business with you. You know, you're, <laughs> cut, you're cutting your own throat. I mean, really, you're risking irrelevancy at this point. So um, I, I don't think that's something that anybody wants to do, uh, and I also don't think that that social media is an option anymore. It's if 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 you want to stay relevant to the people you do business with. Uh, you need to start communicating with them on their terms, and, and social media certainly falls into that bucket. Right. No, good, all great points. Um, well, other than just being late adopters, what do you see, you know, in the CPAs and that you talk with, what do you see as the biggest obstacles to them getting started on social media? Well, you, you know, I, I, I'm thinking back to what I just said there. And look, you know, I, when I say all this, I know I must sound like I think the CPAs have all the time in the world to learn how to communicate in a brand new way. And that's simply not the case. You know, I, I know that CPAs are busy enough as it is just doing their jobs. Believe me, I know how complex the profession is these days. And, and it, it, you know, it takes a lot of time just to be a CPA. So I, to me, there's the biggest obstacle right there. It's time. It's mm. it's. It's easy for me to say that we all have to embrace social media. I mean, social media is my job. You know, it's all I do all day. But if I'm a CPA trying to serve my clients in this changing and complex world, you're, you're going to have to tell me how I can serve those clients and, oh, by the way, learn a completely new way of communicating with them at the same time. Uh, that's hard, and, and I get that. Um, you know, at the, at the MACPA, we're trying to make that process uh, as easy as possible. We've, we, we've created, you know, a series of one hour webcasts for our members, kind of nuts and bolts type things to, to teach them the ins and outs of social media from, from a beginner standpoint. And we offer a ton of other related live seminars as well. We're, we're trying to educate our members as much as we possibly can. But that, that time dilemma, you know, that's, that's a tough one to crack. I think we can all relate to that, to that one form or another. Yeah, for sure. And I think, you know, that goes a lot to uh, some of the things I write about on my blog is creating capacity in your firm. So mm -hmm. maybe before you get started on social media, uh, you need to really look hard at why you're so, so busy because, um, but that's a whole nother topic. Sure. Um, sure. I mean, we could talk all day about the complexity <laughs> of the profession itself. I mean, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's crazier than it's ever been for CPA. So um, yeah, you're right. Um. Well, other than other than some of the stuff that you've um, just mentioned about getting started, do you know of any other really good simple books or resources that have helped you 
get involved more with social media? Yeah, you know, um, uh, there there are a few books that that have really kind of opened my eyes uh, uh, on a number of different in a number of different ways related to the social world. Uh, um, there's a, a book by um, uh, a woman by the name of Michelle Golden. It's called Social Media Strategies for Professionals and Their Firms. So that's a that's a book that that talks about you know the nuts and bolts of social strategy and it's geared specifically toward uh, professional service firms you know CPAs and, and attorneys and things like that so that's that's very helpful from from an accounting standpoint um, if you're thinking about blogging there's the corporate blogging book uh, by Debbie Wheel um, which is a great as far as kind of Introducing blogging from a business perspective, which I think is 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 very cool, um, and 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 for more of a kind of a, a broader look at at social business, and and why that's important. There's a book called Humanize, subtitled How People Centric Organizations Succeed in the Social World, and that's by a couple of folks by the name of Jamie Nodder and Maddie, Maggie Grant. Um, and then there's Lynchpin by Seth Godin, which I just love. It it takes a look at uh, some of the new business models that have emerged in the social era, and and so you know those are those are some of my favorites. Uh, other resources that are out there, um, you know, depending on where you are, I, I know a lot of the state societies, uh, the MACPA included, are are producing a lot of, of their own uh, live seminars or webcasts that kind of introduce their members to the whole notion of, of social media. Um, the AICPA offers a, a terrific social media toolkit to kind of help CPAs get started with a lot of these tools, too. You can find that. You go to the, um, the AICPA's website, which is just AICPA.org, and search for Social Media Toolkit. You'll find it right at the top there. So um, there's, a, there's a lot of resources out there. Those are some of the ones that, that uh, might be good to start with. That's That's great. I've actually – read Michelle's book and it's very nice very nice overview and great place to get started mm-hmm. um, and one of my favorite people to follow is Seth Godin who you just mentioned mm-hmm. I get his blog he writes a daily blog about all sorts of things um, who are a couple of your favorite people that you follow and why do you enjoy following them yeah that you, you, uh, you mentioned Seth and kind of an interesting point about Seth and we were just talking about the whole time um, aspect. Seth does not do Twitter. Um, he 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 kind of funnels his new blog posts into Twitter automatically, but he doesn't spend a whole lot of time on Twitter for that re- very reason. He, he he said, you know, look, I, I'm not going to do a tool uh, if I can't do it really really well, and I just don't have a lot of the time to devote to learning how to do Twitter. You know. As, as well as I should, so I'm going to spend my time on the stuff that, that, you know, I know how to do well and that gets me the biggest bang for my buck. So that's, that's another point and another, uh, you know, um, point about the whole, the whole time thing and, and focusing on the stuff that works rather than trying to do everything. I think that was a great point from Seth, but, uh, um, wow, as far as people to follow, there, there, <laughs> there's, there are just so many. I mean, it's really hard to narrow it down, and I guess it really comes down to what you find valuable. You know, I mean, um, if you need to keep track of what the regulators are doing, they're they're all over social media. You know, we're talking about the SEC, the IRS, and FASB and GASB and the PCAOB. They're they're all there. Uh, 
posting updates on on their their accounts. So you can take your pick there. Uh, if you want to keep up with the, the trade news of the day, all the trade pubs are there from the Journal of Accountancy to uh, Accounting Today and Accounting Web and Forbes and Fast Company. Those are just some of my favorites. CFO Magazine is, is great from an industry perspective. Um, thought Leaders, again, we mentioned Seth Godin. I also love to follow Dan Pink, uh, Tom Peters. Gary Vaynerchuk uh, are some of my favorites from the thought leadership perspective. Um, Rita McGrath also is great. She she kind of looks at the changing nature of business. Uh, she works uh, uh, for um, well, she writes for Harvard uh, Business Review um, and uh, just does a great job of looking at you know where business is going today. So uh, some of those thought leaders are, are fantastic people to follow. Um, all the states, the CPA societies are there. The AICPA is there. You know, for an insider's view of the accounting world. I'd recommend, uh, and I'm biased, but uh, I'd recommend my boss, Tom Hood. Uh, he's the CEO of the MACPA. He's a great one to follow. And, and, and also, he's great to follow, too, if you want to see how a CEO uses social media effectively. Uh, Tom is a great example of that. So, you know, just I, I take a look around and find people who add value to your life. That's, that's really the key. And then... Um, a good way of expanding your network is to take a look at who those people are following because right. chances are you find somebody that, that you find valuable, chances are they're following folks that you'll find valuable as well. So, you know, start following them and then take a look at the people that they're following and that, that that's kind of a great way of getting started. But like I said, I guess it all depends on, on what you find valuable. You know, it's a, there's a little something for everybody out there. That's interesting. I, I, um, I know there's a new uh a new platform called Path. Are you familiar with this one? I am not. No. Tell me about it. Well, Path, um, what's interesting about Path, and I really don't know anything else about it other than this, but they limit you to 50. to fifty. So you can only follow 50 people or friends, uh-huh. 50 people. That's very interesting. And the guy that created it has this, um, I guess, this sort of uh, research-based – the number 50 was – it's not just picked out of the air. It was sort of based on some human history, and mm-hmm. it's very interesting, but he says that that's really all that you can absorb. If you can follow 50 people, that's probably more than you can keep up with. Yeah, so, I've, I've heard that as well, that, that, that uh, really we're, we're kind of limited in the number of really uh, you know valuable relationships that we can – juggle at one time um you're not going to be able to stay up to date and have really intimate relationships with thousands of people there's there's only so many that we can do so i've, I've heard a little bit about that research but i didn't know that there was a, a a network that kind of you know molded itself around that that's going to be interesting i'll have to take a look at that so well bill thank you so much for taking the time for for uh this podcast and very much appreciate it and um I'm sure we'll bump into each other out in the social media world. And, um, again, thank you very much. Well, listen, Brandon, thank you for having me. It's been, it's been a pleasure. I, I appreciate the time. We'd like to thank you for listening in on this podcast. To learn more about Bill Sheridan, please check out the CPA Success Block at www.macpa.org or follow him on Twitter at Bill Sheridan. To learn more about Brandon Poe and to see his blog, please visit www.
www.pogroupadvisors.com or follow him on Twitter at Pogroupadvisors.